0: Hello everyone and welcome to Dungeon Jedi Masters podcast season four, episode number fourteen. Tegan, how are you doing today?
1: Doing pretty good. Uh getting pretty hype. I'm going to Gen Con this year. So uh, kind of counting down the days right now.
0: Awesome. Should be a good time there. So anyone else, any follow listeners out there, see if you can catch Tegan. I'm sure he'll be either in DJM or Tegan J Gaming swag out there. So say hello. Welcome everyone to today's episode Uh, we got a fun one looking forward to this free kind of discussion between the two of us about campaigns that we haven't but maybe wanted to do Uh, so we're just going to discuss that some campaign topics and uh, ideas and maybe give you all some ideas for yours to bring to your table. First, of course, check us out dungeonjedimasters.com for access to all of our content, including this podcast, YouTube channel for actual play VODs, and tutorial content, other things like that. Uh, Instagram and Twitter for content updates. Actual live plays are now over for Tegan on your YouTube channel. Uh, so tell us what we got going on over there.
1: Definitely. Unfortunately, we had to miss a week uh, just due to summer craziness, but uh, join us on a uh... August 8th, uh, Tuesday at 7 p.m., and we're getting into session one of the new campaign, Occupation. Uh, So come through, see how the crew uh, does with this divided galaxy facing the Yuzon Vong. Uh, And this will, rather than Twitch, I've kind of moved away from Twitch and I'm live streaming off my YouTube channel, Tegan J Gaming at YouTube. So come through, uh, get to hang with the crew. And if you didn't see our session zero yet, it's on uh, Dun & Jedi Masters. Check it out as we kind of set the stage for the galaxy and meet some of our PCs
0: and lastly for content on our side of things is of course the patreon patreon is the best way to support what we do A big thanks to all of our existing subscribers out there and with today's uh, podcast release for tier two members is our latest adventure uh, set in that ocean jungle world that we are doing for this quarter uh this is power among the trees a adventure within the jungles where uh, there's a discovery of this strong dark power and uh, the party is tasked to go and seek that out and dispatch some other individuals that might be uh, going after that themselves for their own gain so grab that on our patreon for tier 2 and tier 3 members also speaking of adventures uh, patreon content next month will be our community inspired
1: adventure Uh, tegan tell us about that how that works and how they can contribute Definitely, so these have been some of my favorites to do. Uh, so with this one, as we always wrap up the quarter with one uh, adventure inspired by a community idea. So far we've done uh, kind of the Romeo and Juliet style one in the desert world, uh, and now uh, we've got another child one where the group can pick a theme or pick a story idea that you may want to see in a jungle or oceanic type world, uh, and we'll expand on it and make a whole adventure for a level five to six party on that you can run with your table. So if you haven't yet, uh, go to our, our survey, which will be a link in the podcast description. It includes some ideas for one shot you'd like to see in this type of environment. Uh, and like four. sometimes we use just one of the ideas, but like last two or th- I think both times, actually, uh, we kind of mixed and matched people's ideas to kind of get a real amalgamation of the group's uh, kind of thoughts on that one and bring it out to something creatively new. So throw them in there uh, and definitely see how we can collaborate on this one
0: yeah collaboration is the name of the game they're always great to have multiple various ideas and things uh, for that so yeah be sure to check that out and throw us your ideas all right that is everything for us on the front end so let's dive in here and talk about campaigns what we wanted to do what we could do things like that so tegan we've definitely both ran campaigns before um you know some on stream definitely ran things off stream things like that so uh, but starting off here, what is, what is your best or top idea that you've had for a campaign that you haven't yet done?
1: So my big one that's been kind of sitting in the back of my head for a little bit, and it's probably be after I do occupation, uh, this is probably be the one that I run. I've wanted, I've been doing like big. Galactic war type campaigns for a while. Like I kind of want to flip it and go into like a more underworld smuggler type campaign. Uh, and I've wanted to do one during the uh, the legacy of the Force era, uh, the comic book legacy of the Force era. So it's like a uh, hundred and fifty years after the Battle of Yavin, a whole different galactic landscape and kind of a perfect fit for kind of a slummy uh, criminal style campaign. And that's when kind of the one's been sitting in the back of my head for a little while. Just kind of flip it up, get rid of the the galactic doom feel and go for more of uh, trying to survive and thrive uh, in the criminal world.
0: Awesome. I love that. Yeah, I, I really enjoy that style, uh, that kind of grittiness. Uh, you know, the, the the greater, you know, war or whatever you want to call it, it whatever's going on, uh, the Empire Republic serves as a backdrop and definitely has impact. We've always talked about that, how it can have an impact on things, but it's not the focus of your story, right? There's all these other stories going on. so. Yeah, that's awesome. Mine, I think, is, uh, and it comes a lot out of some of the recent material I've read. Um, Of course, I'm a massive fan of the uh, Civil War era uh, and Empire era and whatnot. Of course, Andor, fantastic series there uh, along with that. And then I recently, I've gone through the first two Alphabet Squadron audiobooks. Uh, which were a great series and i love that concept so i really want to just like take that and do a series of these individuals that are basically trying to you know take out those remnants of the empire that are still holding on right after uh you know the end of turn of the jedi the death star has gone and and uh second death star emperor's gone And just trying to snuff out the rest of that. Anyone that's played the Battlefront 2 video game, the newest one, you know, great storyline that kind of goes along that with, um, was it Project Cinder?
1: Operation Cinder, yeah.
0: Operation Cinder, you know, things like that. And I just, I think that would be a really fun uh, concept there to, you know, give a party, you know, this purpose of going through and trying to take out the empire. And, you know, you could potentially swap, uh, swap it to the other side as well. Maybe you are the empire and trying to fight back the rebellion too, so
1: that'd be a lot of fun especially kind of uh because you're, you're out of the uh the, the trilogy era so you get some more free raid to run uh especially with the warlords you can get some pretty crazy like imperial remnants and warlords with that too and i guess some uh, eccentric characters you can throw in there too
0: absolutely and and you know it's a lot of those individuals that are really trying to hold on to something that has you know fallen and so you know desperation comes into play and just a lot of these things and yeah it definitely can make for uh different but interesting situations for sure so next one here on our list was what is a you know kind of out of your comfort zone campaign what would that look like if you're going to run a star wars 5e campaign and it's just something something you're unfamiliar or maybe an era that you don't mostly enjoy
1: uh what would that look like for you so probably my least favorite era uh, and the one that I probably read the least about due to being my least favorite uh, would be the, uh, what do they call The pre-Republic era. So the um, there's a term for it right now that I'm blanking on, but basically when they still called the the Jedi, they had a weird name with it too, uh, where it was more of the Bogan and the Ashla, and they had the, this planet on Titan. And so I like some elements of it, but I've read it a full campaign. Uh, be the one I'd have to look up the most on Wikipedia. Uh, what I know the least about, I've only read one or two books in that era, Uh, And this is, it's not my favorite for stories, uh, but it's definitely kind of a cool era. It's one of those ones that's undefined a little bit too. So you got some room to play, but it's just one I've never really been uh, interested in diving in all the way.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good point on when there's, you know, not a lot of content there, you do have that free reign so you can kind of do what you want. And that's always a lot of fun. Is there an era that you're familiar with, but you generally don't uh, run a campaign in and, you know, maybe for this kind of same question, what would, what would that look like?
1: So I usually don't run in the um, kind of the core trilogy era. Uh, so uh, the kind of the rebellion era on that side. I've thought about more since Andor, but there's just so like uh, such a crowded era with so many like kind of a canon events going on that I've always just kind of steered away from it, from something a little bit more of a fresh plate that I could kind of make my own. Uh, but definitely, there's a lot of cool stories that could be told in that era. That would I'm not it's not on what I wouldn't run in. It's just the one I haven't really had a story I really wanted to tell in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that makes sense. I think it can be challenging. Uh, You you can have GM's players that enjoy that content, the canon content, if you will. And so it can be hard to run in those, those arrows when we have that content and making sure you don't step on those toes. Because, you know, you could have a butterfly effect, you you really change the course of that history, and then you're either rewriting it going forward, or, you know, just kind of throws things off. So, I've seen lots of people discuss doing that though, and they've made those changes. And then you just split the timeline and you have your timeline, which is always cool and always you know, something you can do. Uh, so if you've ever done that out there, any listeners, so we'd love to see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, certainly uh, option there. For myself, Old Republic has always been kind of my initial uh, out of comfort zone, uh, just not an era I was super familiar with but the play by post that I'm running on the DJM Discord right now is set in the old Republic era, uh, the Cold War specifically. So I've done a lot of research into that and, and learning a, little, a bit more on how to utilize that. So uh, I think that's you know kind of with this question prompt, what's your out of comfort zone thing? That was for me, and I've become comfortable because it's forced me to uh, do research and look into things. And, and uh, when you have a purpose for that, Uh, it's a little bit more exciting and interesting to do so as opposed to just doing it because and you know what if if you're going to do a campaign so that's probably one there um clone wars i'd say is another one that i know decently about the clone wars but i think just the 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 war aspect is something that i wouldn't find super interesting uh to run a campaign because there's so much going on there uh there's probably if you get away from that though, and look at uh, some of the other elements going on, there could be some fun stories to be to be told. Kind of like you said, the first one of that post-legacy era, where there's still potentially stuff going on in the backdrop. But you know, what are you doing as a smuggler or whatever,
1: trying to to get on? So definitely, and that's what it's always kind of fun to have, like uh, where those campaigns where there is a big backdrop going on, but maybe like you have like a little blurb about. Uh, with the Clone Wars, like a battle just being fought out of Habim or something like that, but it's not really the focus of the players. And maybe sometimes it'll impact them, but it's really kind of doing your own thing, which would be fun on that side. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, with the, um, the the older, I've probably like, and yeah, it's, I play a good one for Wikipedia dives. i played the game in that one, but especially for the Civil War area, if you didn't play like all, what is it, eight storylines? You definitely have like those bits and pieces missing. And I think I only got through four or five before I got too bored with it to keep going.
0: Yeah, and there's you know there is so much content there that it, it can be a challenge to keep up with. And I think at the same time though, if you have a basic understanding of the concepts, just do your own thing too. You know, it it won't be that. Uh, the galaxy is so expansive that it just uh, you know lets you do what you want. Yeah. Uh, one last prompt here as we continue on this: uh, a prequel or sequel of a past campaign. Uh, What of your existing campaigns would you do? Uh, You can answer with both. Um, And what would those look like? What would be that story you'd like to tell for one of your past campaigns? Continue or
1: yeah, prequel type. Definitely. Well, one thing I've, and I've already kind of thinking on the next side. So if I ever did do a sequel to Occupation, I could see that because uh, uh, one of the things and kind of going along with the, the books uh, is Avaloth. I think I've tried to do Avaloth when I first started DMing and I don't think I did it justice for the kind of a crazy cthulhu space being uh so it's one that i'd really want to come back to and i think the the setting that we've set up so far with the invasion occupation world would be a perfect one to unleash Avaloth into so if if i did come back to it but i'll definitely take a break and do more of a kind of a low-stakes smuggler campaign in between if i came back uh that would be the one i'd run run and kind of see how that plays out with a kind of established galaxy at that point awesome yeah that'd be
0: very cool on my end, um, I've got a, I've got a few, I mean, I've really enjoyed, I think I lean towards, well, both prequels and sequels, sequels, really. Cause I think once you have these characters and you fall in love with these characters that have been created and it's like, all right, I want to learn more about where they came from. Uh, so with that, uh, living force series, I did, uh, set in Kularen system. Uh, there's so much content there and it'd be really cool to maybe get some more about the characters or even doing some really, um, earlier history there's a lot of really early history about that system being uh, discovered and the rise of not a fake sith lord but this kind of wannabe sith lord uh that calls himself dark uh darth revan but he spells it wrong or something it's really uh, it's really funny uh, but yeah just you know diving into that history there and and what happens there and then uh sequel wise i think we actually a uh, tempest feud crew got together uh, just an offline personal game. And, uh, we, I think we set this, I forget how many years, uh, maybe 10 years later from the end events of where it ended. And then I got me thinking of like, I want to do those 10, 20 years. What happened in those 10, 20 years, you know, these individual characters, you know, tell those stories there of what they have been doing, um, in between time that we got back together for this other, uh, quest there, this other event. So, uh, yeah, I think it's really really easy to do to to want to continue stuff i think back some of our original campaigns you know spooners and hunted and stuff same thing either before or after you know what is everyone up to kind of a thing
1: that's yeah, always kind of funny kind got of check back in with those old characters especially you, you both as a player the dm too to be able to as a player get back into the mindset of a character you put away for a little while for the game master to kind of just bring bring back that set of crew and see what new stories they can tell
0: yeah, for the Tempest Viewed one, uh, I actually was a player. One of the players was the GM for that because we played a different system. Fun little system called Tiny D Six, uh, Tiny Dungeon, I think is what it is. Um, just D Six based and. So just, you know, just switch a little system there, but we had somebody else run it and it was really cool. And that'd definitely be an option out there. Rotate your GM amongst your table, have somebody else step in their different character, you know, whatever their character in the game did something else. And, you know, that allows the GM to step
1: in as a player at that. And, and that can be really, really fun. Nice. Right, so what thing I asked you with switching systems? How did it feel? I know you, you were playing a new character for that for some of the other people who brought their old characters to the old system. How did it feel for, how did it run for them on that?
0: i think it went well yeah our it was the the guy that played uh Dab powers the toy darian um he's the one that ran it and he did all the heavy lifting on converting because we ended tempest feud around level 10. so he converted our characters over to the tiny dungeon uh, system so there was a lot there i think it you know Cause he really tried to bring that stuff over. Uh, and essentially you're just rolling 2d6. If you have a bonus, you get 3d6. If you have a penalty, 1d6. And you're looking for, I believe it's 4, 5, or 6 on the die. It's 5, 6 for sure. Maybe 4. Maybe that's, uh, I forget where the specifics. But anyway, you know, for a success if you get one of them. And so any of your like features and traits in, you know, the Star Wars 5e build would just be a feature of your tiny 6, Tiny d6 character, and you use use it for advantage, basically, or gaining that extra die. So, um, you know, certainly not a very uh, not a one to one translation at all. Uh, But I think it went pretty well. I think people's certain things that they had in their classes. You know, definitely can speak about mine. I uh, I pulled in an NPC from the campaign, and that was my character, and then built built her as a uh, scholar, and so. You know I, th- I think they translated pretty well like that so yeah it went well it was good it was a fun little quick system to play on its own it's, It was just fun and i think the spirit of our characters was still there as well so uh, and it was just fun because it's been a long time since we last played when that ended and it was just it was also just fun just to get together as a group again
1: yeah it's always kind of fun to reunite with those little tables that haven't been together for a while
0: yeah absolutely so yeah i know it's kind of talking about that system thing uh, you've talked about going through the different star wars tabletop systems and i think uh, was your concept there going to keep the same campaign and then just the characters move through each system or would you do
1: individual yeah this one i need to get time for that because i wanted to go through each of the star wars games uh and then kind of have a good thing about it where each person would like build a character initiative i don't know what system we would start with probably star wars 5e and move from the other one to the other ones uh but you'd start with the character and the concept and then try to see if you can make it with each system and can see what weeks you'd have to do, uh, but yeah, it would be a continuous campaign with just kind of a different, maybe different style of adventure or different style of sessions, depending on what type of system it is, uh, but keeping the same characters, same overall themes, uh, and just kind of seeing how the systems differ. It's been, it's still, it's still on my list to do, I just need to get more time for that one, maybe a holiday game if I can find enough people, uh, I think it would be cool to see just kind of how that goes through and how your characters change uh, with the different systems.
0: Yeah, there's definitely you know a lot out there. So you've got the classic wedge uh, D6 based Star Wars. I think that was the first one. Uh, then the D20 based, and then the Saga Edition, which is very similar to 3.5, I believe. And then I guess FFG is probably yeah. the the next one. And then Star Wars 5e, I believe those are uh, those are what's out there. Um, so definitely, yeah, a, a good collection of that. Um, good selection should say of of options there. That would be really fun. I think even if it's not Star Wars systems, you know, any other systems, if you want to try, you know, like Savage Worlds or, you know, get some wild like uh, Morkborg or, you know, one of these other um, random systems out there and see if you could take, you know, considering this discussion of campaigns you want to run, how can you translate over to those other systems and how does that change the feel, things like that. I know you know lightsabers and all in the force are always a big thing it's always a big talking point in tabletops with star wars games and other systems you know
1: maybe they can handle that a little better It'd be fun to try i mean it's something i've wanted to do especially even uh i know uh, rich is talking about a, a star wars not, star wars conversion of scum and villainy which sounded yeah. pretty sick uh, and there's like so many systems i think that could work well with that uh, yeah, definitely. I want to kind of play around with some of those variants, but yeah, I definitely want to play some of the old school uh, systems. I've only played the only one I've played is Saga. I never played the FFG one or like the OGD six one. Uh, so it'd be kind of cool to get some of those history pieces, uh, especially because I'm surprised Disney hasn't like cashed in yet and made a new Star Wars TTRPG. I know that's coming sometime down the line.
0: Yeah, it needs to. I'm sure. You know, and certainly the the hobby. You know, I think still continues to gain popularity and whatnot. Absolutely with these different systems we talk we do talk about this all the time you know it's always a good source for inspiration right like you don't need to switch into a full campaign with something but try out try out that old you know west end games star wars d6 and just see and maybe it gives you some ideas on mechanics or or whatever how how to run something yeah always great stuff there
1: percent, and Actually, I just did. I wound up not going with the idea, but I just got a little bit of inspiration from uh, Stars Without Number. They, if you ever check it out, it's completely free, uh, but they've got a really cool faction system. So if you needed like a faction system for kind of all the, I know that they're working on one for the Star Wars 5e system, but if you wanted one that's ready built, uh, check that out. It's really cool. It's a little in-depth, uh, which is why I steered away from it. Didn't want to have too much complexity for my players, but if you've got players that are willing to dive in on that side, uh, it's really, I mean, it's really Cool, but I mean, it's a whole like mini game into itself.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Always love those little additions you can, you can add on top of your campaign for sure. All right. Well, yeah, I think that kind of wraps up our discussion. Uh, you know, I'm sure we could just talk, you know, for days on campaign ideas and things like that. Actually, I'll throw this last one out here uh, for the discussion. Tegan, what is your big source of ideas for campaigns? When you think about, you know, what campaign you want to run, what are some of your kind of big sources of inspiration for that like personal
1: sources of inspiration that really get you going that you want to run that? Definitely a lot of times with Star Wars, it's usually kind of like something I've seen in the books, but I want to go like, what if it happened this way? Uh, and then, like, kind of what would the players do if they had to be in that situation? That's kind of occupation came by, uh, started doing new Jedi Order reread. And, like, how would this work if it was in the old Republic and you had players trying to corral the galaxy? Uh, so it's just, usually a lot of times it's kind of inspiration from some of the kind of existing material and just kind of tweaking it or adding some different elements in uh, and throwing it at the crew and kind of seeing what they're going to do with it yeah yeah i love that i think that's perfect uh
0: you know similar for myself i also love to try and take stories from outside of star wars and see if i could bring those into star wars you know like i don't know why this came up in my head but just uh, thinking of like a disney story uh you know those classic cartoons like cinderella or snow white uh, aladdin etc you know but but some other story that's completely outside of star wars take that concept what is that I mean it probably already exists in Star Wars anyway but can you put that into a Star Wars a Star Wars campaign and inspiration there for that so
1: yeah so I think that's fun with that I was just kind of thinking when you mentioned Aladdin I feel like uh, replace the lamp with like a Sith holocron or some holocron uh, I kind of see what shenanigans that gets up to and kind of see how they uh they, if they go with it I kind of get that access to power and crazy things that come along with it and throw some drawbacks and you can have some fun absolutely speaking of that
0: too i was uh i i kind of fell off of it but i was gonna rewatch rebels uh in preparation for ahsoka coming up which looks fantastic by the way and like episode one you meet uh ezra for the first time and is straight up it is aladdin like ezra yeah. is aladdin it's so funny like just the storyline is really good so you know again that media obviously is another good inspiration i'm sure ahsoka is going to bring a lot of New ideas and things when when that comes out as well. So, all right, well, everyone, let us know you know some of the campaign ideas you want to run and haven't yet. Uh, where those ideas have come from? How you come up with those ideas? And uh, yeah, just join that discussion on the Discord and let us know, and we'll uh, dive in with that. For next episode, we are not sure if we'll see one later this month. I am starting some new work, IRLs, so some changes on my end there. So schedules, we're just working around new schedules. Uh, so we'll definitely see you all beginning of September uh, for an update there. Possibly we'll squeeze something in the middle of the month here if we have something. But otherwise, we'll uh, see you all back beginning of September. Uh, for that, uh, also mentioning that community-inspired adventure, so be sure to get in ideas, Uh, For that, show notes, we'll have the link to that form where you can submit uh, any concepts you have for that. And then, of course, next Tuesday, uh, be sure to go check out Occupation
1: uh, Session 1. Right, Tegan? Yeah, session one. And I'm pretty excited. I was kind of bummed schedules didn't align this week. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting the crew together and finally diving into this game. Uh, session zero was a blast. So it'll be interesting to see what the crew does. Uh, so make sure to come through next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on uh, T&J Gaming for the live stream. And then you can watch uh, the VOD the following week after on uh, Dungeon Jedi Masters. All right. We'll see you all there. Thank you,
0: everyone, to our followers, listeners, subscribers. Appreciate it very much. We will see you on the next one. May the force be with you.
1: May the force be with you.